Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Welcome to the Mean Green Show. What up, what up, what up, what up, oh, what up again? <laughs> Welcome to the Mean Green Show, man. Today, uh, man, I'm really excited to have Alex, Bobby, and Jared all in the same room. I don't know how this goes, right? We may talk about this. We may talk about that. But I do want to explain why these two beautiful individuals are here. All right. Alex, to my right, is the head director on the Southwest. If you've been to the Southwest, you've seen her. If you messaged or emailed Mean Green, you've talked to her as well. <laughs> <laughs> to the left of, uh, of Jared, man, this is Bobby B. If you've been to the North, you probably know badass Bobby. If you email, text, or complaint, you probably talked to him <laughs> as yeah, well. well. And Jared's the good-looking guy to hear. Always. Mr. Always. Hair Tie. Hair Tie. Mr. Hair Tie. We, we were in the water yesterday, and you did this move, bro. You went <laughs> in, and you was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> the dude needs a commercial. He did. <laughs> you probably could get a commercial. You really could. He called me Paul Amalu yesterday. Like, so. Oh, my God. Look, somebody, <laughs> somebody called Head and Shoulders. But of course, <laughs> but of course I didn't say the name right. Paul Amalu. Paul Amalu. Paul Amalu. You're like Fabio like coming out of the water. <laughs> All right, guys, I promise this show has sense to it. So uh, this whole series has been why Mean Green does what other gyms and boot camps don't do. And we've had uh, amazing feedback a lot. Thank you guys for DMs, yeah, um, for everything. <laughs> I'm being careful. I'm clapping again. In-person That's conversations. <laughs> um, but, yeah, all the uh, feedback has been incredible. Thank you. And for these two, the reason why we specifically wanted them on here is because I was saying this prior to this recording that we talked so much in the last episode or two of how mean green trainers are recruited, how we bring them on and what separate them from lasting to those that don't actually last. And part of that's because of the things that you can't teach. Uh, I use the example for opening the door for a lady. That's something that you can't teach, but people still do it. Well, some. So. <laughs> Today, sure, man. Not dead. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Today, uh, Jared, what's our episode title? Dang. Dang. You got you to make it up now. I know. No, you got to make it up. <laughs> but no, you On guys remember. Y'all remember, right? No. No? Why do you remember? Well, this is the thing, Jared. <laughs> they better be ready because Why? all my questions are like that. I will talk, 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 talk. I know. And then I say, so what do you think? Oh, I'll look oh it up for you. Like, why is our coaches oh. different? I think so. Something like that. Something right? like that. Something like that. All right, y'all we ready? Wing it. Can I get a drum roll? Uh, not too hard. Not too oh, hard. No. Okay, here we go. The drum roll. Why Mean Green Trainers are the best. There you yeah. go. we go. By Bobby Sounds and Alex. Right. By Bobby and Alex. All right. Jared, am I leading the first or are you leading the first question? I mean, you said you were ready. Yeah, you were yeah, ready. ready. Okay, Let's I go. am ready. So, <clears throat> as we are talking, and both of you have been on a podcast before, so this is just not Jared or Chris asking questions. Y'all fire away. And what we want, and please comment down below. Let me know what you guys think. Do y'all want Alex and Bobby to just be those polished individuals that give those <laughs> political answers where it makes sense? Of and course you know, they uh, don't. Right? Or do you want don't. them to give the, the, the raw truth? You know we're unfiltered. All right. Boom. Let's get it. All right. First question I have for, let's go to Alex. And she was the, Alex was the first head director. And what I mean by that was she created the position called the head director. Originally, we just had the owner of the gym and then you had the head coach and that was it. Alex literally sat down in one of the offices and we talked about personal goals for her mm -hmm. to continue her career. And I was like, well, I just, we don't have the funding. <laughs> <laughs> and we came up with a number and yep. not only did she hit it, she crushed it. And now it was able to create a position for that location 
for our north side location and now for the locations to come we know that we need that head director for sure. alex being the head director my first thought or question as i look up is is that intimidating sometimes it can be but i enjoy it what would be if there's one person that's going to enjoy the intimidation what makes it uh intimidating you you have to deal with people from another side of like not their friend or not their coach like when it comes to like more on the business aspect um and that can get kind of uncomfortable but you just got to show people the value um and the majority of the time they understand yeah. why you're doing what you you're doing or you did what you did and the reason why i'm pointing that out is because chris gets the opportunity at one point i was all of this right and yeah. then as i became wiser i was like i need help all right so now that we gained help I get to sometimes see you guys and just smile, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then when she hit the fan, I say, hey, Alex. So I'm letting you guys know whether it's a, a member relation or, or, or staff relation. Alex is not trying to be the bad guy. Yeah. She just has to, to, to implement what Chris can't implement sometimes. And mm -hmm. I go maybe in the future tell you why I can't be the person that's the bad guy yep. but that's another episode right. but uh bobby to you man um is it intimidating no not for me i mean my background i deal with people and clients and customers all the time so like alex says it's the key word is it's business yeah so it's just a matter of understanding the client's point of view and then the member the ownership's point of view mm. And make sure that you're covering both cases, if that makes sense. And always you want to cover the business side of it, but at the same time, there is some kind of client side to it that needs to be taken care of. Yeah. But for the most part, a lot of a lot of our members get it. I mean, they they understand where we're coming from. If I call up somebody or text them and say, "Hey, your credit card's not working. Can you check it out?" Yeah. It's done automatically. Absolutely. I mean, it's pretty quickly. So, it it's you know, it's just a matter of presenting yourself as a business take care of business and go back to it and it's interesting because i don't know if i said this on a podcast have you made a year yet in your in yeah august was august a year yeah august was my year as uh as a head coach congrats that's why i typically coach. would clap guys but on today's show <laughs> we can't clap because <laughs> yeah, it stops the audio today, snap today. <laughs> so i won't be clapping but you know i don't know if i ever told bobby this and i'm gonna do it on the mean green show oh here we go okay. it's the mean green show <laughs> every day get back all right um i didn't i didn't i, didn't, I, I was not sure if I wanted Bobby as a head director. Did I ever tell you that? No. I was scared. I was scared too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Bobby, uh, you know, Alex was different because Alex came through an audition, right? Um, most of our trainers did. But in this position, I knew Bobby as a friend before he, he even stepped doors into Mean Green, right? So I met Bobby at across the street at Beltway. Nope. And uh, we developed a relationship pushed the crap out of me he still does in every workout um so when he came over to join our brand that was exciting for me and then when it was like hey now he has to see the dark side <laughs> right i was really like crap yeah you pulled me way over in the dark right side. and then it's it just everything hit the fan so i think well, i was you know, i was trying out as a coach and then you you and Milton bring me down and sit down and say, hey, we're bringing his head director. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I went from coach to head director? What's going on? And by the way, we had just started that position maybe six months oh, ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you definitely, man, you, you, I think it was – it's funny how I believe God does things because anybody else would have filled your shoes at that time with the things that happened once you became head director. I don't know if that person would have survived. 
And I think the character of you and having relationships with everybody in the gym really helped us, man. So thanks. Um, I'm very glad that you, we uh, agreed to do that. Cool. Fist pump. Boom. Cool. All right. I want one. Um, <laughs> Jared, same question because you over boot camps. Right? Oh, that's right. You're so a head director too, baby. It's oh, for sure. All it, three. It, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting factor for Jared because he still is in the process of learning the gyms because he's going to be one of our new gym owners, I, I believe, in the next year or, t- or, or 16 months. But also, you're in a position where you're recruiting trainers to mm-hmm. become part of the boot camp ex- uh, expansion. What is that like? Uh oh, <laughs> it's just a mean green show. <laughs> Gotta be raw. It's the it's mean tough. It's tough. Bro, I don't a lot of y'all. <laughs> You're going tough today, baby. It's tough. Um, I think it's hard to find trainers that fit what Mean Green is about. So yeah. I mean, it's just the bottom line. So I know the topic of today is why why Mean Green trainers are the best. Yeah. Unfortunately, to find the best, sometimes you, you gotta cycle through you gotta so. cycle Truth. through you gotta filter them out right? <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> so that's good um it's tough it, it's, it's tough i won't lie to you guys yeah just trying to find uh quality trainers that can give you guys the best experience that you deserve yeah. so um yeah yeah i would love to name every trainer that we have right now but i have a feeling if we do between the four we might miss one <laughs> so from i from think we can get them all you want to try it or we can try it. We let's can. try it yeah let's try it. all right well let's start with the north side <laughs> <laughs> give it some time to give it some time so north so north side we have well myself milton harmony hurricane harm hurricane harm money harm uh asani is a sub we also have jared we have Jaleel, our new coach. What up, Jack? And I think that's it. Walker. Then Walker and Kevin. And Kevin. KJ. There you, KJ. there you go. There you go. So that's eight. And, and we can't forget Andrea. Can't forget Andrea. Andrea. She, Andrea. Works, she works here. She's staff. So yep. staff. That's yep. nine people on, on, on the north. Mm-hmm. So southwest, we have <laughs> myself, Chris, Jared. Uh, we have Jason, David, Jordan, James, Christian, mm-hmm. Faye, mm-hmm. and... Dang. Are we forgetting somebody? Dang, oh, my gosh. It's no, it's that's, it's that's it. That's, that's it. it. That is it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's it, David. That sounds right. Yeah. That's it, David. That's that's it, David. That's it, David. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said co- He coaches here, too, so. Yeah. yeah. And one of our ambassadors, Money Dame. Money Dame. Money Dame. Sure. And we use Tiny. 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 So Over here boom. as well. And Juice. So. Oh, oh. Juice. 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 We got them sure, all. Juice. We got them all. Juice. I forgot what number we're on. It's like oh, I forgot the number. He was up there. I think oh. we're over 20. It was over 20. Let's say over yeah. 20. We're at 20 for, for sure. time's sake. So over 20 trainers. Yeah. All right. So this is the this is the part that I want to pour out and dig into from. I want I want everybody to see what goes on between leadership and the coaches before we just brag on the coaches because a lot of a lot of it's just like any other job, right? Or you being a coach of a basketball team, it's easy to praise LeBron James when LeBron comes and he averaged 30 points a game. But what about the moments where LeBron didn't show up to practice on time mm. or when LeBron <laughs> was being not a team player and you had to call him out in front of the team so that you won't lose the team? I think it's important for us to kind of dissect, not from a negative standpoint or try to pick on somebody, but more so of how – Egoless is that a term? Can I use that? Ego. You can say it. Yeah. We'll Eagle. go with it. Like ego. Ego. Egoless. You're gonna have to drop it. 
prideless like as a as a mean green trainer and that's really tough because right. in this fitness space typically most trainers you meet are very prideful right. and they have huge sure. egos okay let's start with um let's go southwest since we're in north for first time the southwest has to be one of the most intimidating places to train um and it's not because I'm, so? I'm good, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I'm good. It's just I've been doing it since we started it, right? Yeah. So typically when you come in as a trainer, I'm looking at Christian right now. Did we name Christian? Yes. Yeah. Okay, we did. As he's going through his onboarding right now, he's trying to figure out, do I need to train like Chris? Mm -hmm. Do I need to train like David? Do I need to grow my hair like Jared? Like he's trying to figure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on that one. I'm still working on it. <laughs> he's trying to figure all these things out, and that has to be intimidating. Um Bobby, as we are on board and or just finished up on board and Jay, what was that like for you? Because we've had some trainers in the last year that worked out well right. for a season and then they went to another obviously opportunity. Right. What is that like as you pour into someone hoping that they buy in and hoping that it's a good fit? So again, it, I think it falls back on that word business, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all about business. Um, we try to tell them, I try to tell them leave the ego at the door while we're talking one-on-one -on -one. you know mm -hmm. it's me and you you know what you know and i know what i know that i'm going to teach you what i know yeah and then you can show me what you know yeah it's kind of what we did with jaleel and jaleel knows a lot i yeah. mean he comes from a background um training athletes already at a school he knows what he's already got the lingo down he's got the movements he's got this he's got that so the biggest thing we had to bring on for him is mean green yes sir. let's teach you mean green and the biggest way that i know how to do that was put him out there in the middle of them and the biggest class I think is 530 is that 530 class uh -oh. gives him that mean green family style that yeah. we're looking for that if he can make it there, he can make it anywhere mm -hmm. kind of thing. And we didn't, Milton and I did just throw him off in, you know, it's ready time to fly and throw him out of the nest. Yeah. We didn't do that to him, but um, it's, it, it's, it's finding that fit. Yeah. First of all, right. With the family, if he can do that, Absolutely. it's just a matter of just keep going, keep going. If he finds, he likes it. We knew right away after about three or four classes. Yeah, he's going to be. He's going to fit. Gonna be, he's going like to fit. There's others that come in. We had some come in that like first day you can tell right away. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, and we don't throw them to the 5:30 class right away because that is a, a different beast, right? Yeah. So, but you can tell generally in some classes right when they come in. Yeah, you know your stuff, but I don't think it's you're gonna. I don't think you're yeah. gonna find the fit right. here. You're not gonna find the family style. You're right. not gonna. I don't think you're gonna see it. Absolutely. And they usually they weed themselves out. Right. You don't have to. I have to say this too. That doesn't mean you're a bad trainer. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Right? That doesn't mean you're a bad fit. trainer. You just didn't fit. And I, and I tell them that when they came on during the interview process, like, come in, do a class, see if you're a fit for us, and see, and we're going to see if you're, you know, if you fit for us, and then also you can see if you fit here. Absolutely. You have to make sure you like it. Absolutely. So it's it's a different nature, and it's hard to explain the culture here, even when new members come on. I try to tell members when you're coming on, I said, the culture is different. Yeah. All I'm just tell you is family. That's it. And you'll get it. Yeah. And once you come on here and start figuring it out and start doing the classes, you'll figure it out. Quickly. Yeah. Quickly. What about you, Jared? When you, when you look at trainers and you're trying to dissect if they're a good fit or not, right, what has been the hardest thing? trying to figure out if they're a good fit like what what tangible thing is like i just can't figure that <laughs> out because i have minds and i've been doing this almost going on 14 years i'm just curious saying what do you think <clears throat> uh dang i thought she was going to alex <laughs> <laughs> i could tell you the easiest thing <laughs> let me tell you the easiest thing there we go Bobby. 
Well, uh, it's like when we brought on Jordan and James. Mm-hmm. I think I set you off to the side. I was doing the workout for them, mm-hmm. right? And you guys were um, off watching and analyzing and observing. Mm-hmm. And I think I turned to you and told you, to look, you're not going to find the perfect coach walking through the door, but you're going to find somebody that's trainable. And those guys were trainable. True story. Shout that's, out to the twins. That's the easiest part. If you can find a coach that's trainable, even like Jaleel, as much knowledge as he knows and what he knows, he walked through the door wanting to learn more. That's what made it easy. Easy. If you find a coach like that. That's easy. And you want to be around a player like that, a yep. teammate like that. Exactly. So you thought about it? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a little bit of time there, Jay. He really did. It's because, uh, okay, I was just, you know, wrong, Say it. Wrong, say it. Right? Say it. It's, uh, we had a whole meeting about it. And I think the hardest part to find is effort. And it comes from. Let's let's not say effort on the front end because that's easy to find. Right. All right. When you guys were thinking about doing this podcast on the front end, you were probably like, rah, rah, let's get yeah. it, let's get it. And I'm not saying this is true, but the closer it got, maybe you had something to do afterwards and you were like, Damn, now I gotta go do this podcast. Absolutely. So like exactly your yeah. your mind frame changed a little bit. So when it comes to a trainer, you know, you talk about everything that can be, hey, we can do XYZ, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this, and they they are ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time to do it, it's like, it's like anybody can talk to you. <laughs> yeah, anybody. Give me <laughs> six months, and I'll tell you if you're going to be here for the next six months or exactly. not. Absolutely. Yep. Exactly. And when you, the front end, let's jump into that because that's really good. Then I'm coming to you, so be prepped. But I'm going twi- <laughs> to switch it a little bit. Um, when you say the front end, it's like, hey, do you know the difference between hit workouts versus AMRAPs? Do you know the difference between hypertrophy training and power training? Okay, great. Do you know there's a marketing side to it, especially for boot camp? Do you know that you're going to have to speak in front of people and put a mic on? Do you know that you're going to have to be on time? Do you know you're going to have to answer back to phone calls and meetings? Yeah. Like It all sounds good when you're talking to the head director for onboarding, but when you actually have to put that mic on for the first time, it's like, oh, I during the headlights yeah they they can hear me (laughs) why why am i you know or they they don't know what an amrap mean why i have to repeat it and like it's it's different so when we say the front end that's that and effort i think is really important to kind of acknowledge because again i'm not saying this they can disagree Mm -hmm. but i'm not saying this to detour or to downgrade but I want you guys to notice how much effort is being put in when somebody shows up to a boot camp or to a gym. You see, it's not showing up to the gym one minute prior, mm-hmm. turning on lights, trying to figure out what music to put on, trying to look at the workout video or read the uh, workout for the very first time, throwing a shirt on and a pair of shoes on, uh, trying to check people in. All this in 60 seconds, yeah, right? It's a lot of movement right? parts. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, it's just it's, it's impossible to, to do that. Yeah. So when you see that taking place, when you're leading that class, and then we don't have – we talked about the hard rule of we accept people when they come in a little late, right? Mm-hmm. So two people come in late. Uh, somebody's on their first day. You have 15 other people that are pumping their uh, pumping their knees, ready <laughs> to <laughs> to work out, right? So you have all these tangible movements, right? That's all effort, though. Yeah. Right. Yep. Then being able to smile, being able to be presentable, being able to explain and and, and uh, compliment and and encourage yeah. and and fix. And then notice when something's not going right. It's starting to rain. We had a 400 meter run. Like there are all these things that take place, and it's all effort. But we do run into that because mm-hmm. at some points they may have it verbally, and then when it's time to produce, they don't have it. Exactly. Here's another real one. You start, then after a month, <laughs> you don't have that same effort. True. And these are all these things that, 
again, subject title, why we believe Mean Green Trainers are freaking phenomenal and great because they do these tangible things, consistency. So next time you walk into the gym and you're trying to check off that grid point off the uh, bingo list, when you take that selfie picture with Alex or Bobby or Jared, man, like give them some kudos, man, because there's a lot of work that go in besides that 60 minutes. Trust me. And Chris is going to do voice memos at 11.59 <laughs> at night. He's going to change the workout here and there. So or you forget know, to post the workout. Or, or, or record the workout verbally different from the way that it was written. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole podcast, right? Um, but I did want to point that out from the front end because I like what you said. Alex. So Alex is interesting because Alex came in. As a boxing instructor, mm-hmm. first yep. um, went into education, yep. came back. Um, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. This wasn't a long-term goal no. then. It was like, oh, I'm just pick up a I couple classes. I thought I would be a teacher forever. Right. And I'd just do this on the weekends. Right. Yep. And that's how I was. I think one or two classes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when COVID hit and Jared was going to the family business, you were like, hey, let's talk. I was like, and first of all, Alice scares the crap out of all of us. Jason, Jason, by the way. Jason. Jason. Oh, Jason oh, who, who did I say? Jason. Jason. Oh, no, you can't leave. <laughs> I was like, you're leaving. What? Jay I'm Miller. Like, special announcement, Jerry. It's just been like a I'm cert that went down to the like, bottom. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so I'm sorry. But I do that all the time. I'm like the twins. With them. Christopher, Caleb, I call it. Christopher be like, Daddy, I'm not Christopher. I'm Caleb. I'm like, no, you know what I'm talking about. So, same thing, Jerry. <laughs> but um, so when J- uh, Jason uh, went into the family business, Alex was like, well, let's talk. I was like kind of scared because anytime she says that, it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. So, um, you know, hearing that and seeing that, Alex, now where you're at now, thinking back, was that five, seven years ago? When Jason left or when I came on? First time, yeah. Okay. What was that, five? Yeah, uh, six. Know, six. So five, six years. Now when you onboard trainers, what is that like? Because you're looking at the younger Alex. You're mm-hmm. looking at the person for the first time getting into the fitness space. You're looking at... Uh, someone that maybe now be transitioning from they thought was going to be the career to what their passion is now. What does that look like for you? Because it has to be eye-opening to see, man, maybe I was like that or X, Y, Z, but I'm curious. It's just crazy. Like onboarding Christian, I think this is the first person that I fully onboarded. So I'm like, am I giving him enough information to set him up for success? Like, even if we give him all this information, is he going to be okay? Like, for any trainer, yeah. I think um, it's definitely different on the other side. Absolutely. For sure. What do you think is the hardest and the easiest thing for onboarding? And for, he's still finishing up, I know. Yeah. For onboarding, I think the easiest thing is um, just kind of putting out the roadmap for them. Like, And then the hardest thing is you figuring out, okay, are they really going to, like, take the bait and, yeah. like, be bought in? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things, Bobby, this is for you. And – cut me off at any time like Chris I'm asking you a question please Bobby one of the things that Alex said to me she was like man how do you just get people just to buy in you know like not halfway in halfway out like as a as a team what do you think stands out and you can give someone a shout out if you if you see it outside if you don't see it no I don't give shout outs yeah (laughs) I don't give shout outs how do you who have or what have you seen when someone buys in completely like is it a light switch do you think that's something that takes time over months or years or is that something day one so we talking coaches still right correct so uh it's different i you know that's that that's a hard question because <laughs> some is some it's like right away they get it and then some it takes a little bit you know i don't want to i don't want to there was one we had here a while back 
he came in before, thought we had the thought he was drinking the Kool Aid, mm-hmm. right? And he was drinking the Kool Aid, then left to do other opportunities. Yeah. And then came back that second time. There was no buy-in back. You knew that off top. I knew it right off top. Right when he came back the second time, there was no buy-in. There was. He came in and went through the motions, did what he was supposed to do, flipped the light switch on, locked the doors on the way out. Yeah. There was no buy-in. So you can you can see it, and some people get it right away. Um, shout out to Jalil. He is. He came in was like a light switch. And, you know, after about the third or fourth class on the onboarding, he was he was getting it. He understood it. He understood with the family thing. I mean, he was calling people out, helping this person over here. He saw something right away. And at the same time, at the end of the class, you know, there's that break period. He, there was a camaraderie going on between the, the coaches and the members. So he was buying in. He was getting it. He just didn't go out back in the office and sit there and play on his iPad or phone or whatever. Yeah. He was out here talking to members and getting to know them. They were getting to know him. So it was – he was a light switch. Yeah. There's others that come in. I think it just it just takes a little while. Absolutely. And then you know there's some coaches that uh, we were talking about. They get it and they get it and they stay with the effort. But there's also that complacent. Yeah. Right. There's some that get complacent. Uh, I'm not going to mention names, but you just got to bump them every once in a while. That's why we do the um, uh, the reviews the that, Ale- that Alex came up with. Yeah. That's a good you know it's a good way to get these guys that get complacent um you know it's constructive criticism it's not nothing to bring you down yeah. we're all still good coaches yeah we just want to make sure you're staying where we need to stay absolutely i think this fly is i'm a stink it's all of us it's all of us um i think it's important to call this out as it is because whenever you're at a place of perfection and you're not coachable there's no problem i, I truly not just fitness. Not that's just anything. Goals. That's just life. That's right? anything in life. And yeah. um, I'm real big on that. And slap me in the face if I ever become uncoachable or act like I'm perfect. The other day I had posted a, a shirt on the Mean Green page. True story. I really liked the, the shirt. Not, I didn't like the – I don't know if I liked the combination of it together, but I, I hesitated on it. And I posted it out, and Alex was like, yo. <laughs> you don't know. Like, I contemplated. Yo. I was like, should I should I text him? Should I not? Should I text him? Should I not? Yo. <laughs> right. But my thing is, it's not a Chris way or a hot way. It's like, how do we do this as a brand? And um, long story short, I ended up taking it off, and we're going to redesign the shirt just because the shirt looked like more of a football-themed shirt. So we're going to put a number 09, establish 09 with me in green so it can look like a football jersey versus yeah. – and then we put it the other one on the way it should have been on a Tribeland shirt, but I didn't want to do the. Is it Tribeland? How you pronounce it? Yes, I, think so. uh, I didn't want to put it on that because Tri-Blend. it was. They're so Those are Triblands, yeah. Well, no, okay, not Tribeland. What is the one that is like new style that everybody's doing? It's like, like they throw something on it and it looked like it splashed on your shirt. Oh, um, I can't think. Of it. Subline? I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. Y'all comment down below. I don't know. No, no. I thought we were talking about coaches. Yeah, we're going to go back to the so, Long story short, right? So I took it down because I it wasn't even about what design is good or bad. It's more like it can't be Chris way. Like, it's a team, right? Like, Melton can call me and say, hey, man, let's do this, Bobby, whoever. And I think it starts from the top. If we act like that as leaders, then how everybody else is going to feel. So if, again, I'm bragging on our team because – those that especially are long-winded with us, they are some of the most coachable people, and uh, I value that tremendously. Um, pivot move. Y'all ready? Ready. Uh, Jared, starting with you, Bobby, Alex. <laughs> Here right. we go. You're just I'll, talking way too much, Jared. That's the problem. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would love to see 
for people to hear. What was it like for you to finally know the Mean Green family like me as a trainer? Because as I mentioned earlier, it's so intimidating to just get in front of a group of people. And this culture here, it's not like, like people will come to me. I don't care if it's the north side or the south side. Um, people will come to me and say, oh, I don't like that trainer. Or they're not a good fit. Like whether we, No filter. Yeah, yeah, like. No filter. So knowing that, think of your first boot camp class. Think of your first class at the gym. Or maybe the next week or the next month or even the next year. Hopefully it didn't take a year. When did you say, oh, these guys like me? Hopefully. Yesterday. <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't, I don't think I ever had a aha, they like me moment. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. That's a, that's a oh, tough it, question. It, it was from day one. Change here. it, change it. You can say, when did they accept me? It, it can be day one. Yeah, when did, they, when did you feel like they accepted you? Because if you never felt that way, then you, you felt like they accepted you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, I was here in 2018. So I try to think back to then because mm -hmm. that's when I that was my first time ever stepping in front of a class. But I don't remember. So it had to be day one. I do. I remember. So it had to be day one. What was yours, Bobby? Bobby says he mine. Remember. I remember when you came back. Oh. But when I came back, it was different because when I came back, like it's our, I knew faces, so I wasn't just right. completely unaware of who was in class and whatnot. Uh, boot camp was a little bit different, um, but I don't. I just came back with a different kind of like yeah. confidence in what I was doing, so I didn't really feel like people didn't accept me or didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. Like I, di I didn't walk in nervous. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I was nervous the first time. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, no. well. <laughs> what about you, Bob? Because you came from a member. To yeah, I came the as class. a member leading the class. My, I didn't really. Uh, if well, if anybody knows me, I really don't give a shit what people <laughs> think about me, right? Yeah. So I'm just gonna be real, <laughs> real <laughs> out there. I don't care what you think about me. I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do, and I know if it's right or wrong, you'll tell me. Yeah. And if I if it's wrong, I fix it and keep moving, right? So, um, I think my weirdest one was about. I think right after I did the onboarding and came on and started coaching a class, Milton gave me the, the 415 class on Tuesday, Thursdays. Uh-huh. good. And the weirdest thing was one of the members, I'm not going to call her out, but the one of the members, she just point blank says, uh, why are you coaching the class? Oh, Tina said, Green? No. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> Tina. It wasn't Tina. So why are you coaching the class? I said, well, I just did an onboarding. Did you not pay attention to the last six weeks I've done, you know, this, that? I'm going to be a coach now. She's like, well, you think Milton would say something to everybody in the class? <laughs> like, well, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm coaching now. I'm I'm, I'm going to be the head director. Da -da. She's so I had to go through the whole thing with her. And there's some other people started coming around and gathering around. It's like, what's going on? What's the conversation? Next thing I know, we're out here 30 minutes in the parking lot talking about my yeah. new position with the gym. Yeah. And it was just it was weird. That's because funny. it was it was everybody's used to seeing me. We thought you we were just filling in because Milton couldn't be here because he was co you know teaching whatever. I was like, no, I'm I'm coaching. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm coaching. That's awesome. I but they that. didn't. But they never questioned. My coaching, yeah, they just question why are you doing it? Yeah, mm. I like so that, that. That was that was that's fair. That was nice. That's I mean, fair. nobody ever said, "Well, you don't know what you're doing. Why are you doing this?" You know, they they accepted it. Yeah, they just wanted to know what happened. Yeah, mm. and uh, that was the key. I love that. I love that insight. What about you, Alex? Did you have a moment or? I don't think I had a moment. Kind of like Jared. Uh, 
I don't think I had a moment because I came from another facility where I was in front of 30, 40 people at a time. Mm -hmm. So I just knew, like, just bring that energy and majority of the time people are going to appreciate it and like it. Yeah. But I did have a semi moment when you switched me to 615. Okay. Whenever we redid the schedule, I was like, dang. Those are like kind of like my friends. Like, are they gonna like respect me enough to like listen and like really take in what I'm saying? Um, they're used to Chris for like the past however many years, and then we switched it. Um, so that was a little tough to get yeah. used to. But you just kind of, you kind of got to have that ego. Yeah. But in yeah. a nice way. Six fifteen. Six fifteen's a a <laughs> tough little crew, especially <laughs> when everybody's there. Uh, yeah. Paul Christian. No, <laughs> I know. That was actually five o'clock. Six fifteen was actually good. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he did his onboard the other day. Yeah. So I want to kind of say mines, but I'm curious as we go back, snake st style. So it'll be Alex, Bobby, Jared. You think about it. Um, <laughs> you get time to think this time. I never had a moment for people accepting me. I had a moment of me accepting myself, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, I'm really tough on, and I'm just keep this on the training standpoint not leadership as bringing new trainers on not for a program and not for the next step in the business just for f stepping on the floor i had a really difficult time um when we start allowing one class versus multi-classes so in the past it was a, a hit style class it was a strength and conditioning class it was a small group class um for me I wanted to please everybody. And that's to this day, um, y'all have heard me probably say this on a podcast. I had to break a board that was two inches. And on one side, you hit your goals. On the other side, it keeps you from your goals. This is me at 16. The thing I put was trying to please everybody. Other side was all my goals, right? So to this day, I still fight that. And that was my thing. Um, so taking the floor when we came up with this idea called the flex option, right, where we're going to have a workout, a product on the floor. You get to choose between strength or hit. And I remember taking the floor for the first time. Like I'm trying to read people faces, not explain the workout, <laughs> not fix people form. Yeah. I'm trying to, does Alex like this? Does Bobby get it? Does is Jared bored? Like I'm trying to figure all these things out. And uh, once I kind of start developing more so the badass Bobby mentality, right, that he just said earlier, uh, I became more confident instantly. And I think that that I would say I took the floor like that probably for about two to three weeks. And um, just wanted to have a transparent moment because I don't want you guys to feel like, oh, this is the perfection taking place. No, like I had my doubt too as a trainer. So just kind of wanted to roll that out there. Well, I think we all had our doubts, right? Yeah. yeah. At one time. I yeah. mean, Jared said it a while ago. He wouldn't know if he was nervous or yeah, whatever, right? <laughs> we all have some kind of doubt. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I love it. Um, Alex, did you have a specific moment you want to mention? I don't think I remember a specific moment. It was just like I said, when the 615 was like, yes, you have your random people who were asked a lot of questions. But when oh, the Wes. Uh, I didn't want to say Wes. Hey, Wes. Hey, Wes. <laughs> hey, Wes. <laughs> um, but when the majority, like, has your attention, that's how you know they respect you. Yeah. Like, if they're willing to pay attention to the knowledge you're bringing to the class, even if they might have done a uh, clean before a hundred times before Absolutely. like if they're paying attention to you that means they respect you at least in my eyes i like that yeah well said bob you ever had a moment where you self-doubted yourself i got up this morning <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i woke up like this i woke up like um i can't think of just one particular moment but sort of like what alex is saying if you um 
as it's coming to me. I, I should have thought about this a little more as it's coming to me now. That 530 class, our 530 class is ruthless. Yeah. Anybody knows that's come over here and worked out our 530 classes. Well, not because they're ugly, not because um, it's tough. They bring a level of intensity to the class that's going to make you work. Yeah. If you're a new person coming in, you feel it. If you're a veteran coming in from another hour, say you come at noon every day and you come at 530, you're going to feel it. Absolutely. There's some intensity in the room. And these guys don't mean to do that on purpose. I think it just happens. Yeah. And it's just the family that they built. So that class there, there is some uh, intimidation when you go to coach it. And like Alex says, I think the my moment was is the day I was coaching and they actually, you know, we were doing uh, power cleans. And I got up to coach the power cleans and telling them, you know, here's the movements. This, and I looked over and the four or five, six veterans that bring on that intensity were all looking at me going, stuff and watching yeah it's like okay i got it i've i've earned their respect you know they know what i'm doing they they, they're watching and then you can now have a little ease and go okay i got the rest of the class because i know these six six or seven individuals they know it yeah but they stopped to watch and go and give me the nod and go yeah you got it Mm, so that kind of gave me the that okay yeah i like that i'm here what about you jay money for boot camp (laughs) i'm gonna be long-winded i'm sorry y'all what just a little long-winded because i thought about it and y'all might think I'm crazy. I'm sorry. Zoom up, guys. Um, <laughs> Zoom the camera up. So I've, I've had confidence in training, but I didn't always have confidence in training. But I, I got that in college. So in college, uh, my senior year, uh, basically we pick somebody from the school, and we literally we write out a program for them. Mm-hmm. We do body, body fat scans, and for six weeks we work with that person oh, wow. to write a program for them, lose weight. So I knew what I was doing. Right? Like I, I – talk to read books all that kind of stuff so as far as training was concerned i was pretty confident coming in mm-hmm. like I, I know how to help somebody lose weight that person i think lost 20 pounds in six weeks so i, I was confident yeah. right um i thought i was very boring guys still do sometimes really it's just boring just boring well i'm glad you so said it, man i was gonna <laughs> say it <laughs> So coming into this atmosphere, it was never about, oh, do I know how to train? Because I know I know how to train. It's like, can I be the entertainer that's needed to keep people interested in the class? And I still struggle with that. I'm not going to lie to y'all. So when it comes to this, like, heck, maybe if you have taken my class before, you'll notice me try to go around and get a smile out of everybody, as quirky as it might be or as dumb as I think I might sound or as boring as I might be. Like, that's always been my goal. So I guess my moments would be uh especially in boot camp yeah there have been i think it was maybe my first or second class it could it's probably my second class i just remember walking away like everybody had laughed people walking away smiling having a good time like that was just a wild moment yeah like okay i think i'm I'm okay i think i'm okay i think it's for the record you're not boring you're not boring but this this that made me think a while ago. I wasn't going to bring it up now that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> so when you left and then you came back, when you came back, I remember you came back and uh, was Charlie was here. And I think we did something here on this side of the north side gym and you were here. And I said, hey, Charlie, who's that? He said, oh, it's Jerry. He says, he was here before he left. He went back, went to college, came whatever, and came back. Now he's going to be coaching. I said, really, where did he go to the southwest? He goes, we'll see if he gets it. That's what Charlie <laughs> said. And I go, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I say, he seems pretty cool. He goes, he's got it all down, but we'll see if he drinks the Kool-Aid. And you're drinking the Kool-Aid oh. now. <laughs> so, I, you know, Shout I out to my it. God, Charlie. Golly. You're drinking it now. Yeah. I love that. That's, uh, dang. 
I was going to go without talking about Charlie, but <laughs> we're, you, we're it does it every do time. We're not going to do that. You know, we, we got the shield behind us for a reason on, on the screen. So, um, that's no, that's awesome, man. Um, Jared, yeah, go for it. For the rest of the podcast, you lead the way. Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was going to go at no a pressure. route, but, okay, do, do me a favor. Yep. Or Alex, Alex, remember. Alex, I do want to talk about the time Chris overslept as a trainer before we leave. Gotcha. All right. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um. Why do, why do Mean Green trainers do potentially what other gym trainers don't do? Why are our freaking trainers the freaking best? best? So let me ask you guys, because you're all hiring managers slash people that do the onboarding, right? I start with Bobby. Mm-hmm. From a main green perspective, we're not naming anybody. What would be your avatar trainer? Good question. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's a good question, dude. That is a good question. Zoom up the lens. <laughs> Man. Come on. Am I sweating? Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I don't want it's not Charlie. I can tell you that right now. It's not Charlie. I mean, probably some of you are going, even down <laughs> below, you're probably going, say Charlie. He's going to say Charlie. Say Charlie. Say Charlie. No, he's not. He's not because um, I'll tell you why. Let me tell you why he's not first, and then I'll get to uh, the avatar. Uh, his programming was getting to where it wasn't, where, where it wasn't going. It wasn't going anywhere, and you know that from experience. So there was, I don't think he had the, um, the motivation to change up what he was doing, and if he did change it, it was very little. It was going to stay one at one level, and he probably could have got better. I don't know. We don't know that, right? We don't know what's right. going to happen, what could have happened. Um, but where we were at at that time, it was going to stay at one level. We felt like so that's why I'm saying he's not the perfect avatar. The perfect avatar is this guy right here. I'm oh, going to wow. give him some props. <laughs> in my mind, in my <laughs> mind, Come this on, Bobby. Oh, look, I'm just telling you. Look, look, you're not boring. Texas. Alex said a while ago, you're not boring. Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, brings a, Jared brings that presence to the room that everybody's listening, everybody's watching. Not only his good looks, he knows what he's talking about, right, when he's on the floor. He gives us a different perspective every time in the warm-up. It's not the same stretches every time. Um, even if we come in and do power cleans every day, I guarantee he's going to have a different stretch every time he walks in the room. Um, he's not boring. I'm going to say it one more time. He's not boring, all right? He brings a high energy to the room. I've heard members talk about him all the time uh, as far as his energy. Uh, what else? There's one more thing I was going to touch on. Probably about to make me teary eyes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Zoom up the lens. <laughs> we'll get more views. <laughs> uh, just remember, you owe me $20 after this. Oh, wow. I guess. Takes your But he knows what he's talking about, and he also can change up the workout. If there's um, – if it's power cleans or if it's deadlifts, he can give somebody else a different movement that works the same muscles. And it doesn't have to necessarily be um, a gra- instead of a barbell grabbing dumbbells. It may be something else. He has this range that he uses of knowledge that he uses different aspects that he can take to, to one member and go, show me what you can do. And if you can't, then he can show you something you can do. No. So. You're the perfect avatar for me. Snapchat. Love that, Bobby. Appreciate you. That is not what I was expecting from him. So. <laughs> good question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, Alex, this is a good, really good question. Um, you can't use mine. I'm not going to use yours. All right. 
I'm gonna have to say, and he'll probably think this is like a super shocked. Like I can already tell. Probably David, from a coaching aspect, he just has this thing you can't teach. Yeah. How to like turn on his type of energy, his energy yeah. at whatever given time. Like you can't teach that, and he's very knowledgeable with just movements in general, mm -hmm. and he has this ability to just push people. I, I like watch him push people to that next level. Yeah. Like there's a reason why his classes are packed, um, and that's only coaching four times a week. Like mm. I can just imagine like if this was his main thing, like how much he would get better. Yeah. Yeah. Message David Martinez. Hey. Message. Even his his nervousness if mm -hmm. you want to call it mm -hmm. he knows how to turn that into energy yeah. oh yeah i mean saturday he was <laughs> saturday he came in and he was he was hurting a little bit he got nervous things weren't were happening right the clock was messed up on the ipad he likes to use his phone you know and it's a, so there's a lot of moving parts more on the north side there's in south side you have to write the you have to write the workout up you have to come in and turn all the lights on you have to turn all the fans on you have to hook up the speakers yeah south side he's used to somebody coming in it's already already done he just comes in i'm here to takes off his cape and i'm ready to go yeah you know and he tells me that when I got over here, and I, I came at nine, the nine thirty class. I went here early to set up for him, but I, before I left, I had everything set up for him. I wrote the workout. That he's like, "Dude, when I got here, I saw all this was all set up. Oh man, it made my life a lot easier, <laughs> yeah. you know." So it's just like, but that. then when I got here, Milton was finishing up his Murphy burpees, and we, you know, he's like, "Hey, take this iPad. I don't know what's going on. Fix it, fix it, just right. fix it for me." But then he turns around with that nervousness, boom, and he's got the class yeah. just exploded back into the workout. Shout out to D, man. Extra, extra special shout out to, to David just because, man, and y'all probably know this, just anywhere, anywhere in a, in a job field, it is so hard to find, like, high-performing people. You know? Very true. People that are, like, give David a challenge. Yeah. yeah. I, pro I promise he's, he's going to find a way to, to be the best at that challenge, not just to do yeah. it, to yeah. be the best at it. And I think that. That's something personally I take away from from Dumar. Like, yeah, yeah, dog, yeah. Sometimes I even be like, bro, chill. Like, <laughs> yeah, just relax. Yeah, <laughs> I like when he, I like when he doesn't win. Oh, I do too. Because when he I don't do win, like I've had, because I guess who I am for him, he comes to me with challenges, and when he doesn't win, like he freaking goes ham yeah like that dude was going to orange theory in the mornings coming in the evenings to yeah. work out and um you know it's cool to see him be fueled to a way where he doesn't give up when things don't go his way he's mean green so yeah. he doesn't give up nope. he figures out a way to get it done and it makes him better not just in the gym but as a person so man uh, i salute you bro yeah props to that props that's, to that's awesome i, I want to tune in on that one man can i answer that one yeah it was for, for you sure. too so the avatar right so i don't have to pick a person no, nope. I'm creating an avatar, right? Don't, don't embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Bobby would have said uh, Grace's, it would have been a different story. <laughs> but I, I think that, you know, you think of Captain America, right? For those that watch Avengers, they were trying to create a super soldier, right? So I'm not going to say this is ever going to be a person, but if I was able to create a super soldier for me and Green, It'd be a, co a collaboration of a lot of different personalities, right? Because every single person on our team is on our team for a specific reason, right? Sure. And then on, on, on top of that, there are things in leadership I do really well, but there are things I don't do well and Bobby does. Same thing for Alex and Jared. So I think that for the nucleus of our leadership, that's why we're able to grow and continue to grow. For a trainer, 
you know, there's a couple things I want to point out because I can go down the line and pick Christian, Asani, Walker, KJ. I can probably pick something for every person. But the ones I want to call out specifically, I'll start with David since y'all finished. You know, the thing I love about David the most is that he will make you run through a brick wall yeah. before the workout because oh, yeah. he's all in. I can tell that he watched the workout videos. He watched five other YouTube videos on how to do the movement. Yeah. He watched what murph really means and then probably watch the movie or whatever netflix like he goes into so much i'm sorry guys i know you hear my kids hey christopher caleb okay they're just gonna ignore me it's cool <laughs> um um he goes so much in depth about being prepared to put a certain service on the floor and i love that about him so that that part of the trainer i would keep there uh alex i love how because it's easy for people People know this, but publicly they don't want to announce this. But you have to have a professionalism as an instructor in the fitness business. Yeah. If you only coach well, you're not going to be respected, right? Because you can easily coach well and run out of business, right. just yeah. to be real. You can be the best trainer in the world, but if you don't know how to create a reoccurring balance or have that conversation like, hey, you ain't paid us in six months, you're going out of business, yeah. right? So I think that's a missing component as uh, in the fitness space. Some people feel like, oh, I'm just a great guy or a great girl and I train hard. That They'll stick around, yeah. And that's not the truth. Yeah. So combining that David with that portion of Alex, man, I just think that's, that's so crucial. I love the fact how when you walk in a room with Bobby, you're his friend. It doesn't matter. Like who you are, what color you are, what church you go to, what neighborhood. It's like when Bobby meets you, you're like, oh, let's go out and have a beer. <laughs> you know? Or two. Or two. Maybe two. But with that, you know, a lot of people as instructors, <laughs> right, Jared, people come in, they'd be like, oh, I know how I'm professional. Mm -hmm. You know, I got, I, I know I, I'm NASM certified and, and I'm, I'm, I know how to write an Excel sheet. So I'm going to be, no, you got to also be a people's person and you got to be able to connect with people that don't look like you. That's a huge component, right? Because if I only train black people, can you imagine me in green? Like you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. Half of you would be here. <laughs> 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 I'm right. not black. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? And, and then, like, this is cool because my birthday's coming up. Like, I don't, if I don't be careful, if I'm not careful, I won't connect with the 18-year-old no more. Right? So, I have to keep up with the, the teenager generation, <laughs> the, the 20 generation, the 30 generation. Right? Like, you look at someone like Bobby, it doesn't matter. Like, Bobby connect. Bobby can be out there doing a nay-nay with people. <laughs> And then the next moment, he like, but I mean, that's something that you can't, like, seriously, that is not in our manual. It doesn't say that, but again, creating that avatar, having that, that David personality towards the workout, right? Having that professionalism that you need to have in the fitness space. And then also being able to connect with people on several different levels. Um, this one is a gift and a curse. This next person, Milton, he's too freaking nice, but you gotta be nice, right? Like. People just love Milton. Like, they will go over. Like, Milton can do some crazy stuff, and they be like, oh, it's just Milton. He's just <laughs> Milton, right? And it hurts on the other end sometimes because, you know, sometimes people can take your kindness for <laughs> It hurts right? on my end because right. I have to do with the <laughs> business side. Milton's like, oh, just come. And then Bobby's like, hold on, you just can't come. Right. Milton um, said, no, 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 <laughs> Milton didn't say that. <laughs> right. So the, the combination with Milton that I love is that in this one, it may be, this one may be, Big bro and little bro, when I say this, it don't matter what fire I'm throwing in. If it's one person I know that's going to be there, it's Milton. 
Mm-hmm. And, man, I will go to war with anybody, not just in family, but in business and friendship. When you know it doesn't matter whether it's COVID, it doesn't matter whether someone don't like the decision that you're making or whatever. Because there are a lot of decisions that I make, guys, Milton don't like. <laughs> just to be real. Like, there are some times when I put effort in and Milton maybe didn't match the same effort. And I'm like, yo, but at the end of the day, that dude loves like no one. And I know without a shadow about when you talk about bought in, like he's not going nowhere. And that means the world to me. Let's use three more personalities. Actually, let's do this. Alex, give me one. Bobby, give me one. Jared, give me one. And I'll tell you the personality on what I love about him. Does it have to be a coach or just coach. staff member? Coach or staff. Coach okay. or staff. Uh, Faye. Faye. She's so transparent because at the end of the day, like nobody wants to train with Wonder Woman and Superman. Uh, the reason why I love Faith so much is because if she's having a freaking bad day, she's going to say, I'm having a freaking bad day. You know, if she's feeling hype, she's hype. Like, yeah. and, I, and the reason why I love that so much is because that's why we're Mean Green, because we're transparent. There are moments where we have all came in and we didn't have what we typically would bring to the table. And we would tell you, and I think people love that about us. So to Faye, man, she's so special to me because, you know, she comes in, she creates a social media campaign. She, It's funny because she makes the workout more intense because when that camera comes around, instead of you, like, taking that off second, it's like, <laughs> yep. just They know. Yeah. They know. Yeah, 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 they they know. Know. And she knows how to talk to people. Like, girl, get your butt up. Like, it, it, she brings a certain energy. And I think, um, you know, her transparency of her as a person is – kind of the avatar of who we want as people mm-hmm. so Faye who would be a person mm, Hurricane Harm Harm you know what I love about Harm man the term or the thought that comes to my, my, my brain is just unconditional like is she just she's going to be there and um, the, the thing that I love and this is not fitness this is more life we all have our own things we deal with and I've been knowing Harmony for a while now. And I've seen some things she overcame. Mm-hmm. And y'all would never know. Straight up. Y'all y'all would never know. And whenever you have a that character as a trainer, because you got to remember this. When we turn the lights on, it ain't I got into it with Tina before I got here. Or, or you know, a tire went airborne in the sky and hit me on the freeway. Like, I can't bring that energy into the gym. And for me to say that about Harmony, it doesn't matter what she's been through. It doesn't matter what happened that day or that season. She's going to give you the best. She's still going to shake that booty. <laughs> and, gonna, and, and we like it. Thank you, Harmony. She's going to bring it every time. She's going to bring it. Bring and, it every time. Um, I, I love that. So, again, creating that avatar with that trainer, no matter what people go through, because that is a true side of fitness. Give me a tough one, Jerry. You know, we can be sleepy. Give me a tough one. <laughs> we can be tired, but she comes in, and she's Harmony, Hurricane Harmony every time. What you got, Jay Money? And then when I answer this, you take back. <laughs> Two is one, so we got to go with the twins. The twins. Oh. This one's interesting. Let me tell you why. Let me sip some water. The twins is interesting because I said this on a podcast once. That was a – Alex, correct me if I'm wrong. That position was for one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when they came in, I was like, yo, like, I have twins. And, like, we're really going to have to kind of create a position because uh, – it was only for one person. So to this day, I, I will always admire the way they came in. But, you know, the, the thing that I love about the twins is you got to look at, yeah, I'm a, it is what it is. You got to look at 
a person's background before they get to Mean Green. Like Alex was Ed, not 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 what's the boxing title? Title, right? I know Bobby Haynes are on a lot of different projects. I know Jared was coming from a collegiate background, a coaching background, and a fitness background. And he was like, hey, Chris, I'm taking a chance. I'm, I'm putting my career in your hands. Like, don't fumble, right? Like, <laughs> I knew all these things. So for the Lynn Twins, it's different because they actually have a brand, right? They, uh, is it Lynn Twins? Is that yeah. the name so. of the brand? Yeah. And then they develop a boot camp at Herman Park called Texas Fit Boot Camp. So coming into here, you got to look at it from my lens. We don't want to hire people for 30 seconds, right? We don't want to hire people for just two months. You know, at least we hope and pray that we get a year out of a trainer. So I'm thinking, like, when they come on, like, all these facets of what they want to do personally, and then here comes this brand. Because of the relationship between me and them, they they call me Unk. I must be old. Man, you that old? I think so. They call me Unk or uh, what, OG. Um, <laughs> OG. <laughs> so I'm taking all these facets, right? So the thing I like about them is that they gave Mean Green an opportunity to help them grow but also help us because you got to remember we were we were in a position where coach jen had a great opportunity she was able to grow in and shout out to coach jen great avatar right so when the lynn twins came in i love the fact that they trusted us enough to allow us to grow parallel with their own but at the same time with our company goes and i guess this is the challenge for us to see in the future right alex bobby jared like what happens in 2023 with the twins you know mm -hmm. um because they're special they have these god-given talents that i believe god have for them to pour out to the world we just trying to figure out is that going to be Still with the land twins and text text fit or with mean green but at the end of the day I, and maybe have them on a podcast i'd love to hear their response i think that's why we are cool the way we are because we can have those candid conversations like tomorrow if he said hey yo like the city of houston's bringing me on as the land twins and we're going to go to another opportunity like dope i'm so proud of you man i'm glad you were able to benefit here but you also helped us yeah. at, a, at a moment too but at the same time i wouldn't be like oh you're going somewhere else so i think that would be the, the uh the the thing that I'm curious to see in the future is where does that lead us to? But to answer your question, man, to be able to be proudless about a company that you're building and growing that you want to do for you to step into another company to help them, man, I really value that. So good stuff. That's real. All right. So you asked a great question. You got another cool. one? I got yeah. one. <laughs> I got one if you don't. Uh -oh. I'm a, well, I have another one, but go ahead, Bobby. I was, I was going to ask Chris. So we're talking about great coaches and mm -hmm. what, what, what mean green coaches bring to the table right and you've hit on some of the items but what has gotten easier for you having the coaches and the staff that you have today and i don't mean now Sorry i've taken this hat off and i've given it to alex i've taken this hat off i've given it to milton i've taken this hat off and give it to Faye. what has been easier for you since you have these coaches and these family around you now making you helping you with the business that's two sides right great question two sides the first side is family I'm a better dad. I'm a better. I'm a better <coughs> husband. I'm a better son. I'm a better brother. And I would say, from not that I'm horrible, but it was a. It's, it's been a time in my life where I wasn't present. I might have been there, Alex, but I wasn't present. Right? I might have. I might have went to a graduation for a family member, but I wasn't present. I might have came home and helped put the boys to bed, but I definitely wasn't present. And I would say now being the, the twins coach you know being able to go to i didn't even know they were dancing in a dance recital it surprised me um <laughs> but i was able to go there in confidence and 
put my phone over here and not worry about it. So I think that made me a better green man, right? So I, I salute the team for that. From the business side, it's challenging, you know, because you, you create something, you love it so much, and books, podcasts, other people that have succeeded on a really, really high level in, 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 in business as entrepreneurs, they would tell you that nobody would ever sweat the way you sweat and bleed the way you bleed, right? So, like, mentally, you've been embedded that for so long. So, you do have, like, oh, like, here, Alex, go ahead and handle the cancellations, you know? So, it is tough. But when, when you see it, you get better at it. So, for me, I think one of the eye-opening things for me in 2020, what is this? 2022 is being able to grow mean green because if i would have kept going the route that i went the last eight years there's no negotiations of the third and fourth gym right now right right there's no vision of saying alex probably is going to open a gym bobby probably may want to open a gym Jared's probably going to open a gym Milton may want another gym like for me to have the maturity now and the growth to trust and allow people to bring their God-given talents and do a better job than I would have done, it helped me become a better leader of growing. That's the definition of leader right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I mean, you got to bring on people that are smarter than you and better than you. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what, if you talk to any uh, leaders of any big business, they tell you you got to bring on people that are smarter than you, better than Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And they work for you. That's why I passed high school and college. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used the person next to me. They were incredible. Gotta use your resources. <laughs> you go. use my, I, I mean, mean the biggest thing as a leader is being like a kind of care. Yeah. You're just taking care yeah. of personalities. That's all you're doing. You know what, too, man? It's, um, it's, it's, it's easy to celebrate people when they do well. It's really hard to process when things don't go the way that you wanted it to go. And I think... When you talk leadership, that's the part that people don't put on their Instagram, nope. right? So, like, when you look at things like, man, COVID was hard, right? COVID, COVID, y'all, y'all just don't know. COVID was hard, right? <laughs> um, you know, opening up the first gym and then having twins and getting married pretty much in 18 months, that was hard, right? Um, Charlie, the hardest thing I've ever dealt with. Like, that, that man, Desi hard as hell right like you you're dealing with some of those things that it's not sexy to put on social media and if you're like me you're not gonna put personal things on social media but i believe that's leadership right being able to dissect and process and be able to do it with a sense of class like hopefully y'all never seen this from me but it doesn't matter what happens in the closed doors of me and green with the staff if something doesn't go the way that we want it to go I don't see Bobby lashing out on social media, writing a ten-page letter on why somebody left. Damn, or I got, I got to delete that post. Oh, now. you got to delete it now, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but again, that, that comes to leadership, and I'm I'm hoping and praying, man. If if I'm gonna represent the brand the way that is being represented, I want everybody to operate the same manner that I operate. So, if I go to the tough mutter and I made a whole bunch of excuses because maybe I wasn't conditioning well. Or maybe I was just scared. Or maybe maybe it's just really hard. If I go up there making a whole bunch of excuses, what's going to happen with the staff? It has nothing to do with training. But if I'm their leader, that's what they're going to operate. And if we're doing it, how do you think our members are going to operate when we tell them to do Uncle Baby Joe? <laughs> just a whole bunch of excuses. <laughs> they loved it. They, they loved, loved it. Uncle Baby Joe. They, they were still uh, talking about it today? Yeah. I got to bring him out one day. <laughs> he said he needs a new mean green shirt. Um, but, yeah. What y'all got, man? So well, we can wrap you're losing up. control of your... Uh, 
Your oh yeah, I was supposed to have a question. I had one. Um, there are certain companies, places where they are not as close as we are as trainers, right? Mm. Uh, trainers, uh, members to staff. Did I say that right? Yeah, members mm-hmm. to staff. Like the closeness that we all have as a company, Men Green. A lot of people don't have that. So where I'm headed with this, if I worked for different company mm-hmm. that's not as close uh if i was late or anything like that members might not even know right mm-hmm. members might not just based based on the flow of the way the companies are run for us members are probably gonna know right if yeah. somebody's late or if somebody didn't show up or if something something is going on internally because we are so close I mean green is such a family as directors as owners mm-hmm. how do you guys control the fire Mm, that's cool. good. That's a good question. I spoke last, so I can't go first. Cool. I go first this time again. Yeah, or Alex. So, or Alex. Two things I want you guys to kind of focus on with this question is controlling the fire with the coaches and as a whole. I think so with coaches the coaches specific first. I think the coaches, you kind of have to be a little transparent um, with them, like depending on the situation, whatever it is. Um, Maybe give them the majority of the details, but not all the details. But they still, their representation of the brand. So they don't want to be yeah. caught off guard if, let's say, a member asks them about a certain situation. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as members, I think it's just a situation by situation basis. Um, sometimes you, somebody might ask you, hey, what happened with such and such? And you just got to, I hate to say this, but you have to like just put on a smile and just. Yeah kind of lie to them and say i really don't know what happened <laughs> keeping um, it real yeah every day yeah. <laughs> that's well said though that's well said what's you your bobby so it's um <laughs> sorry guys. Uh, it's I a tough it is a, it's a tough question <laughs> that's a tough so everybody high? it's uh with coaches i'm like alex you gotta be You're over there you gotta be <laughs> transparent he has no idea go he's like what go. don't kick nothing over. later dude <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Alex. The same thing with with coaches. I think you got to be transparent. If there's some kind of fire, if there's something, or somebody's out, somebody's sick, or whatever, I think you have to be transparent with them as well. To let them know, like, hey, again, it's back. This is the business, yep. right? You have to let them know from the business standpoint. This is the expectation. But if there's, you have to manage that. And you know, there's um, even situations. I, I, I took this a little different when you asked the question. I took it a little different. So you called me several weeks ago. I think it was like four o'clock. And you didn't have a key or something. I don't remember what was oh, the yeah. gate. You couldn't get the gate open. Well, I'm 20 minutes away. Class starts in 15 minutes. Well, the next call was Andrea. Mm-hmm. And she's five minutes down the road. So you just got to make those adjustments. I'm a problem solver. So I try to solve the problem right yeah. away. Do a great job. You know, real quick, real quick, real quick. If we can get it solved, whatever it is. Even if it's we don't know the workout, we'll do something. We'll figure it out. So it's, it's that comes easy to me. The harder part is getting everybody else to understand that mm-hmm. and as a leader that's what i said you have to go look there's there's more to you know skin in a cat than just going xyz you can go one two three also yeah so that's that's the things you try to train other people and the coaches as well how to handle those situations i mean like today when i got here all the <laughs> i was telling you guys earlier the problems i was having when i got here I, you know, I dumped the bucket out in the office. There was a dead possum. There was a dead rat yeah. there was the door was jammed i had to fix the door and at the same time i had to get the workout on the wall all the all the gear out so there's all these things always these moving parts so it's it's those are the hard things that got to train to teach somebody yeah from a member standpoint i'm like alex that sometimes you have to tell those little white lies it's not 
you don't want you don't want to be the gym that spreads rumors. You don't want to be Absolutely. the gym that that t- you know. I left there because I was like this, and you know what they did? They went and told everybody I did this. Well, Absolutely. you don't you don't need that. So again, it's about business. So you have to keep a an image that's good for the business. Yeah. And going around, even if it's true, even if it's true what you're saying about the member, it may not be good on the on the outturn of it. You know, they, they may, that person that I'm telling Jared about, Alex, oh, you know, she left because, you know, she didn't like, she didn't like Chris, the yeah. way he was doing this, and this, that's why she left. Even though that's true, he may tell that and turn it to t- say somebody else, and now you've started the rumor Absolutely. chain. It's best to just to cut it off and say, like Alex said, just tell a little, a little white lie and go, hey, they left because they have personal reasons. I don't know what they are. Yeah. Oh, I got an answer to it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember he's got this part of the show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, it was um Sorry, I went a little long winded on that one. From the brand and from the training side. Yep. The flame out of control. Yep. Okay. Um I sh- I had time to think about it. <laughs> oh, Jared's like bang, bang. <laughs> um got him back. Actually I wrote about this once. Uh you know, I have these different relationships, man, and uh, I look at Alex as a little sus, and I, I know she watches everything I do. Not even not even from a place of action and words, but also, like, the way I process things. So I'm really careful the way I process things. And to give an example, I'm not going to say the exact thing, but, like, in the last couple of weeks, I could tell she's like, let me see how he's going to handle this. <laughs> right? Am I lying? You're telling the truth. <laughs> right? So it's like... Like for me, the thing that I want to teach Alex, because I see you, you see you and Bobby and Jerry, because my vision for me and Green is not for Alex to open up a gym. I would love for Alex to be the head director of all the gyms, right? I've said this before, not for Bobby to open up a gym, but to be a head director for all the gyms, right? Jerry to be the head trainer for all, you know, for all me and Green. So it's not just one gym. So the thing that I'm trying to create is really in a a place right now in 2022 where if we do it right, we can really do some excellent things. So I know that comes from making the right decision now. So with all that being said, I'm real big on what I call the tree of relationships, right? And this goes for controlling the flame um, as member base and also for trainers. You can't take shh personal. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you just you can't take shh personal. And I, I'm really big on when it takes place don't say nothing just let me see let me get back to you because in anything sometimes react we react and don't respond right so the tree of relationships there are three things that i believe you have a the trunk of the tree represents you right no matter what happens you are the trunk of the tree and then you have these branches that grow out with leaves these leaves are things that are going to come into your life and they're going to drain you for the nutrients that you can give them but when they get what they get they're going to leave and there's nothing wrong with that you're doing what god or universe created you to do you're fueling so when the leaves grow and get they're gone it is what it is right same thing with branches they grow with you and they will be with you for an extended period of time but when certain seasons come, whether it's the, the, the winter or a storm, sometimes they break away. And that's okay. They're branches. And then you have these roots. It doesn't matter what storm. It doesn't matter what season, what COVID, what hurricane come. They're there. And I think what I really try my best to strive 
is to find out who in my life are my roots, my branches, and my leaves. The problem that we have is that we expect all our leaves to be roots. We expect all our branches mm-hmm. to be roots. And our feelings are hurt when somebody take what they can from you. And then when they get it and they leave, you like, damn, they left me when, when winter came. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's, it's not fair, right? Because there are things that I, I can give a guy a dollar at the corner. I can't consider him my root. He may be more so belief. I want to give him something. So there are people in your life that you need to just give. And they're not going to give you anything in return. So when you talk about controlling the flame in business, there are people that are going to be your roots in your business. Straight up. And there are going to be some people that grow with you for three to five years. And there are going to be some people that's going to get there on board and check and then they're going to leave. Right? Some of it's hard to deal with and some of it's hard to process. But at the end of the day, I don't take it personal. And I try my best to control the flame that way. And the same thing with uh was the business or members 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 same thing with it's perfect right we talked about this a couple weeks ago or months ago no weeks ago um there are certain members that are going to be with you for a six-day trial period that's it some for six months from some for 10 years um either or man i think that's the way you control it is by not taking it personal but if i meet tina and she comes in on day one and she says hey i'm doing a six dollars for six days I really go to the YMCA. I really don't want to do this, but I seen a, you know, $6 and I seen y'all on Instagram. Look cool. I want to try it out. And then she joins a membership and she stays for three months. And then she decides, says, you know what? I don't like your gym no more or not. Like, hey, I want to try something different. Cool. When she go try something different, I can't get pissed at her and say, you know what? You was a root in my life. You were supposed to be here through the thick and thin. No, man. She, she was, or he was who she was. So, um, there are many facets to that, but I think, for me specifically, Jared, understanding who or what they are in my life, not taking it personal and processing it and moving forward with the best decision you can. I, I, I love that example. You're so love wise. It, love it, love it. I've no. never heard that before. Really? Yeah. The the one thing that uh you did say was the leaves. Oh, we talking about leaves? You was talking the about leaves. leaves. So it's not a parasitic relationship. Leaves actually help keep the tree alive. That's right. So... Don't, don't I can't clap. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> we're snapping. We're snapping. We're snapping. Oh, that was good. Can you repeat that again? Because we're gonna make this a real. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He said, "Smile, smile." Uh, no. The reason I say that is just because, like you said, like if somebody comes in for six months or a month or whatever it is for a, a onboarding process, like oh, if you thought good. they were a branch or you thought they were a root, yeah, it might be a little draining, but. At the end of the day, like I said, it's not a parasitic relationship. So even though it's a leaf that might have gone, oh. at some point they kept you alive. So sure. for me, we talked about this, not like not wasting. Yep. That's yep. I feel like anything is a waste. It's, not, right. it's not a waste of energy. It's not a waste of time. We took something from it. right? Yeah, we but they, you know what? They also could have been an acorn. <laughs> you created it. They went somewhere else to grow. Uh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. Get it, Jared. There it is. Good. Really so, so typically when we do these podcasts, we would say something like that, and, and it goes just another direction. Yeah. But we're going to have to wrap this up. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we, we, we have gone a long time. I will say this. It's unique because a six, a trainer that only lasts one month here may be the referral of the person that may open the next gym. Yeah. The six dollar member that showed up one time and it was 30 minutes late and they left 10 minutes early may be the reason why somebody else joined and stay for the next four years yep. right True. so uh, I love 
that part. I love that part. Absolutely. Before we <sighs> end it out, Chris, tell us about that one time you were late. Yeah. Yeah, you overslept. Oh, I forgot. We did it. I forgot. Dang. Because this is the last episode. Of this series. Of this series? Wow. They said they did say best for last, didn't they? They did. <laughs> it's just going to open up a can of worms. Um, I overslept a lot. <laughs> True story. What? <laughs> what? I lived in Atascacita for some weird wise wisdom i was doing a group in west chase right so with no traffic it took me 57 minutes to That's get there crazy. right my group was a 5 15 in the morning group i didn't finish training in west houston until about 9 45 got home about 10 45 and for some reason i thought that was enough time to recover and that yeah i thought that through right so bye guys hey, not me. the podcast <laughs> yeah not not you guys um so Long story short, I didn't do it frequently, but there were times that I, I overslept and got there. And like When I say missed, I might have missed the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes, which is horrible in my world, right? And there were times where I missed a class completely, which is the worst feeling because if you're doing a 515 class and you wake up and it's 730, Ooh. it's like, <laughs> crap. It was a group of people and I had two PTs right after, right? So it just it really puts you in a, a certain position. But the reason why I wanted to kind of talk about this is because it's kind of like training for a full marathon or the beast mode games. You're so excited and it's easy to wake up the days you're excited because you only got to do it one time. Mm -hmm. As a speaker, it's so hard to speak thinking of a, a preacher or a motivational speaker. It's so hard to speak to the same crowd. Can you imagine Joel Osteen having to speak to the same crowd every Sunday, not just in his church, but in the world that watches him on TV? Like how many messages do he have to create <laughs> and not be born and not repeat the same thing? So when you talk about training, right, if you, you bring this all in a nutshell and um, you think of our trainers, man, there, there are reasons. There's, it's so easy to train one week. Just think about it. If Alex, I said, you know what? I'm going to pay you their salary. I just need you to show up one week and knock it out the park. Like, it's so easy, right? Yeah. Like, you know, Bobby, I just need you to write the best workout possible. Like, Bobby, all right? And I really want the, our community to really realize how much our trainers pour out because the time I overslept, I was pissed at myself because I felt like I let so many people down, right? It wasn't that um, I'm going to be deducted my pay or whatnot. It was just like, dude, I let a lot of people down. And it's really important for all of us to recognize and realize that there, there are trainers that wake up and some of us do this full time. Some of us have other jobs and they really put a lot of effort into this. And without that effort, there's no this. And going back to me oversleeping, man, the times I overslept, even the other time, like Tina, listen to the podcast. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. Oh, gosh, don't get yourself in trouble. You're still gonna do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's your show. Just know we warned you. Okay, this is a promise. <laughs> Y'all cannot make this part a real. Deal? Deal. So I didn't sign anything. Tina right. Tina be hitting me up, so I picked the boys up and shit. Like fifteen minutes prior to picking them up, she'd be like, Hey, you pick the boys up? I mean you're gonna pick the boys up? 
So after like six months of it, I was like, Tina, you don't have to call me every day I pick the boys up to see if I'm picking the boys up. I'm picking them up. I promise the time she didn't remind me, it hit me. I was like, crap. I was in Edu. I'm trying to get there. And I was, uh, I was late. So when you pick the boys up in kindergarten this last year, when you pick them up, they walk them out to you. But if you're not there, you got to go into the school, mm-hmm. have an ID and all this stuff. So I didn't know. So I ran in. I was like, crap, they're not there. So I went to the side of the school. I was like, hey, it's like, where's your ID? I was like, dude, you see me every day. I pick it up. He's like, but you got to have an ID. We got to scan it. So I had to go back to the car. They're like, daddy, don't leave me, daddy. <laughs> daddy, don't leave me. Oh and I'm gosh. like, oh, my gosh. So, all right. I'm coming back, Bubbles. So I went to go. We park across the street at the park. Ran into the park. Went to go get my license. Ran back. They're like, daddy, I thought you were leaving me. And <laughs> <laughs> They're traumatized. Right. All right. Never want to go back to school. <laughs> right. I said all that to say is nothing more in the world than I love than my little boys. Right. But stuff do happen. And I think I I think I'm a pretty awesome dad and I do it day in and day out. But there are moments where stuff do happen. And I cherish our trainers because I know life is going to happen. Stuff is going to happen. But, man, they still clicking, still moving forward. And I think that's the thing that we have an opportunity to celebrate our trainers and our team now because that's not the thing you put on an Instagram reel, right? right. Like, hey, um, Alex actually do it a little bit. Um, <laughs> hey, you've been here for four years, and we celebrate you because you only overslept two times. <laughs> do the math, right? That's 1,762 days, meaning you have a 96 percentile that you're going to actually show up to class. But, man, I just wanted to uh, take some time out and tell all our trainers, man, and our staff members, like, I know life happens. Um, it was funny. Somebody, who was it, Milton? Who was it? Something happened. I think it was Milton. It was like the first year we opened the North Side. Something happened where he left his key. He couldn't get in the gym, and it was all these people outside. And he just – stuff happens. But I, I promise, like, Sadie probably don't even remember that if she was there. You know what I mean? If you ask her to remember, she probably will. But she's not going to identify Mean Green or the trainers as that. So I'm just proud of our team. And 2023 for me – has been a great year. I know we still got the fourth quarter to go, but I've seen a lot of leaders being developed, and um, I'm looking forward to the future. But if I haven't been able to tell the Jays, the Walkers, the KJs, uh, the Jasons as much as I, I, I probably should because I don't see them, I'm proud of you. Same here. And I love you, man, and I really appreciate it. And you're going to have your days like I have, but as long as it's in that 96 <laughs> percentile that you're there, you're going to be okay. I'm telling myself I had one last week. I forgot to come to class. Coach. You, you know, so <laughs> I heard about that. I didn't know she was like, so she didn't understand what she she was like. Um, do a video. I didn't know what was going on, and then while we were leaving, she was like, uh, yeah, he, he, he uh, I think she said Jessica, somebody had to help out or something, and then she's like, did you see that video? I thought we were playing. I was like, yeah, I thought we. She was like, no, he's gonna think I'm mad at him. <laughs> I, was like, no, I was like, no, Bobby, I promise, if it's one person, Bobby's not sweating. No, I, th- I mean, I thought about it. I, it came. To, I was like, I got to coach for harmony. I got to coach for harmony on Sunday. Sunday is like tomorrow, like nine and noon. I'm got it. Well, then, you know, Rhonda gets home and we're talking about stuff. And all of a sudden I get up and eat breakfast. I go, man, I got to go to the office. I've got to get this proposal thing. And it's at the office. So I just ran straight to the office. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. And as soon as I seen that text, it said, said Andre. I go, oh, I'm supposed to be at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> go, oh, my God. And I go, so right away I'm going, who else there? Who, who's, who's, who's the members? Who are all the members there? She's like there's, only, like, there's like four or five. And I go, okay, of the members there, is this person there? This person? She goes, Jess is there. I go, like, put Jess on the phone. <laughs> so, I mean, Jess handled it. But. I was and I was here for noon. I was here for noon, but yeah. it happens. Oh, it happens. It happens. We've all had our moments. <laughs> um, shout out to Sarah Conley, 
Uh, some of you may know her or don't know her. Sarah Conley, Erica Davis. Um, let's end with this story. We're at Herman Park, and I had a Jeep Wrangler. And uh, for those that ever ran a boot camp, you keep cones and speakers and all these things in your car. So I gathered my stuff, put it in the wagon, went up to Herman Park, and we're on the hill in this winter. And I remember um, forgetting my cones. So I'm walking back to my cones. So as I'm walking down, I see um, my lights in my car. I'm like, man, who got in my car, right? And uh, so I'm like, get out of my car. I think I thought it was uh, it was one of the members I thought it was. So I yelled out their name, and they popped their head out. I was like, man, they play too much. And I start running to my car because I'm trying to get to boot camp back in time. And that head popped up, and another head popped up. I was like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody had broken into my car, and they're gathering stuff. So. I lost it. I ran after them like I'm about to just oh beat gosh. up two people, right? I probably would have. But as I was running, a car got in front of me. Like, they jumped in the car. I lost it. I grabbed my keys. I'm in my Wrangler. Doors are open. I'm running over, like, the railroads all at Herman Park. And um, I remember calling uh, Sarah. I was like, Sarah, run boot camp. Oh my <laughs> Somebody broke into my stuff, but don't tell nobody, right? <laughs> So, Erica, for those that know Erica, she's like big sister to me. So, she, Chris, where you at? I'm coming. And she's like, like, she's getting upset Stay at down. me because why in the hell? You got kids. You chasing them. What if they got a gun? Blah, 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 right? So, I, I get the boot camp. I'm all sweating like I am now. I'm sweating. Everybody else like, Chris, what are you doing? Where did you go? Why you come back sweating? All right? And I was just like, um... I tell y'all at the boot camp, it was kind of like that white lie time. I was like, I just, you know, I wanted to run to the car. And one thing, I forgot the excuse I made. But long story short, I was stupid. And uh, things could have turned differently. But you look at those things that was so, like, if Bobby wrote a manual, he would have put in the manual, hey, if somebody steal your stuff, don't drive 10 minutes down Almeda <laughs> trying to chase him, right? Like you're going to actually No, I just said back. pull your gun out and shoot him. Right. You gotta, that's <laughs> <not right. laughs> right. So um, it's easy for us to write manuals and say this is how you should act. But, man, things do happen and you react so fast. Right. And um, I remember that time like Sarah ran boot camp. She had no workout, no cones, <laughs> no nothing. She just – I don't know how she did it. And, and she did it. But – you know, the character of the culture, right, still takes over at the moment. So, again, without staff, without you guys as members, man, this doesn't take place. So, again, exactly, we absolutely. Love. We really appreciate it. Snaps. All right, is that it? Okay. Alex, Alex what have you done? You would have chased them? Uh, probably. Uh, <laughs> probably. If someone, somebody takes something from you, <laughs> just, just oh, I was like, I was like, oh, give me my stuff. You got my cone. <laughs> Actually, true story. They took on my bottle watch. I shouldn't have had it in my car. They took my computer. They took my laptop. Ooh. Um, laptop and iPad. They took my, what did Tina give me for a wedding? It was like something that I can't get back. But it was a lot of things they really got in my car. Now, why did my dumb butt have it all in my car? I don't freaking That's know. Because you lived in your car doing boot camps. I did. I did. Yes. Live and learn, right? Yeah, live and learn. Get a gym. <laughs> Get a gym. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your cones in your, in your gym. But, um, guys, uh, that's it, man. Y- y'all have anything else y'all want to finish with, leave with? Shout out again to all our coaches. You make sure. you make my job easy. You make Alex's job yeah. easy. Yeah. I mean, especially especially when you listen. I mean, even if our ideas are dumb, you're listening and you're, and you're reacting to them. That's all you can do. Appreciate right? you guys. Yeah, yeah, appreciate everything you do. J-Money. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to you guys up here. Absolutely. Right. I feel like honestly, uh, some of the 
if there's a, a wildfire that's, that burns through a company, most of the time it's not because of the people that do the, the, the everyday work. It's usually from management up top. And yeah. you guys, I think, do a great job of keeping everything under control here. Absolutely. Even when sometimes things flare out and it's like, oh, crap, <laughs> what are they going to do? Yeah. You guys always handle it with the best of professionalism. So just Thanks. shout out to you guys. Thanks, Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And I like to say the same it means thing. Means a lot. Same thing, right? Because typically, if they thought if the news comes today, they're gonna be like, "Where's Chris?" Right? And they let me do the stuff, and and I'll talk or whatever. But you guys did it a lot of the work or most of the work. So again, man, it's just it's today to see the guys now. We really appreciate everything that you do, and it's really important that you guys hear Chris say this to these guys because when, especially Alex, because Alex does this full time. So like in out Jerry, he, he he probably gets a second hand from Alex. <laughs> but like, if I come up with an idea, it's like, hey Alex, let's do Twin Day. Like a lot of times I will give, and I'm, I'm using a soft example, but there are some things for staff is not soft, right? It could be, hey guys, we're charging now for what is it? Uh, uh, reserving a class space and not showing up. Sometimes when you give your GM or whatever that role, they have to be that stern person. And sometimes they have to take punches from the members that didn't even necessarily come from them all the time. It could have came from me, but they're taking the punches or even from coaches. Like if the manual says something and the coaches do different, they're going to the coaches to have those conversations. And it's not necessarily they're wrong. They're just holding it down the way they're supposed to. So I salute both of you for being who you are. And I'm praying and hoping that just develops our next head directors as you guys run two, three, four, five, nine gyms yourself. Absolutely. Hey. All right. Speaking into existence. Yeah. Are we are we doing the rap song together since it's four of us? <laughs> oh we No. Bobby been doing this before <laughs> the like, podcast started. For real. Is it a rap song? We need to turn the echoes up. Wow. Oh yeah. I, was, I think we should do like the Mean Remember Green the Show, time. but Alex lead the lyrics. Whoa, Whoa. I, you have to lead the lyrics. No, no. Welcome <laughs> to the Mean Remix. Green Show. <laughs> Welcome to the Mean <laughs> Green Show. Bobby Let's actually go. can do it. Bobby, yeah, there you go. You're on point, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you off camera how that actually came about, so but um, hey man, I love you guys. This has been a great series. Shout out to Jared; he's been an incredible host of the Mean Green Show. Looking for next week. What would be some good topics? What What would be the thing y'all would be like? Mmm, that's juicy. We would that's love juicy. to uh, hear what juicy. you guys have to say. <laughs> juicy. Okay, um, we're out. We love you guys. Take care. <laughs>